Gentlemen, is only plans the latest toxic dating trend that you need to watch out for, or is it not that big of a deal? We're about to discuss it. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua's Against Podcast Morning Show. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Joshua's Against Podcast Morning Show. We're here to talk about yet another dating trend. And, um, this one, some people are calling it toxic. Some people are saying, you know, it's just annoying. Some people are saying it's actually more polite than some of the alternatives. It's called Only Plans. It's kind of a play on the, the popular website OnlyFans. But uh, I'm going to read an excerpt for you from purewow.com, which is where I found this um, dating trend. They wrote an article about this. The article was written by. Uh, Sydney Meister published March 16th, 2023. So it's been around for just a little while, but I haven't covered it yet. And I actually didn't hear about it until just, just today. Uh, happy Tuesday, by the way, it's another glorious Tuesday, another glorious day to be a man in this world, another glorious day to continue the masculine journey. And, um, we're going to get into it with another dating trend here. So I'm just going to read part of this article for you. And I'm going to tell you what the only plans trend is. Maybe you've experienced it. Uh, if so, then you're going to want to stay tuned because I'm going to talk to you about how to deal with this in the proper alpha masculine format. Okay. So here's a excerpt from the article. The process of finding a partner via dating app can be an arduous one. First, you have to tediously swipe to find a viable date, or at the very least, someone whose profile doesn't scream Patrick Bateman. Then after you match, you have the virtual song and dance of where are you from? What are you watching? Finally, you reach the ask out portion of the endeavor where both parties agree to take things in real life. Yet at that point, the saga of planning the date has become so drawn out, you can't help but think, what are the chances of this working out anyway? I'd much rather stay home and binge the new season of you. So on the morning of, you cancel, making up an excuse that you're crazy busy with work or that you have to go to your friend's sister's poetry reading. Interestingly, this plan to cancel dating theme has become so ubiquitous, it even has a name, Only Plans. So basically, you know, it's like only plans as in, you know, the person only makes plans. They never really actually show up for the date. All right. So here's the thing. Um, it is my, like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that men probably are the recipients of this more often than the people who do it. Um, that's not always true. It's not always true. However, if you're a man, I'm going to guess that you're more likely to have been on the receiving end of this than the giving end of it. That's just what I'm going to suppose just based on what I know about people dating and the differences between men and women. Um, there's no statistics or anything like that here. Now the article pure, purewow.com, which is, you know, this is the website that the article was published on uh, this seems to be a female slanted publication. So, you know, they're probably talking to other ladies and, um, yeah, it just seems like something, um, you know, ladies are more likely to do. Listen, um, women are born into sexual scarcity or I'm sorry, sexual abundance and men are born into sexual scarce scarcity. Uh, women don't like women are desired by men just for being women. However, men have to do something to earn the desire of women. Hence they have to become high value. They have to, 
you know, build up their attraction. They have to develop their status. They have to work on their body. They have to get some money, right? They have to kind of broadcast some masculine signals to stand out from the crowd. This is, this is how it's always been. It's always been easier for women to get sex than men. Um, where women struggle is in getting commitment once they get with a guy. That's kind of their battle because then the men, you know, the men that women select, they choose because they're exceptional, but then exceptional men generally have more access to women. And those guys are less likely to want to settle down because, you know, they want to sleep with a bunch of women, not just settle down with one. You know, the women kind of overlook the average guys who, you know, would be just super happy to get just one girl because those guys aren't, you know, attractive as the guys who are getting with all the girls. So it's quite a dilemma. Humans, you know, this is what selective mating does. Selective mating pushes everything to a conflict level. For men, the conflict is competing to become high enough in the attraction hierarchy that you stand out to women. And for women, it's competing with other women so that those high-ranking uh, men will choose them as partners and then commit to them. This is the this is the challenge that both both men and women face, and so they're different. The nature of them is different. Now, here's the most important thing to understand when it comes to this dating trend. Once again, we're looking at something here where you want to vet for energy. You want to vet for you know, what it seems like someone's intentions are. People can say all kinds of things, but their behavior will always tell the truth, right? So if someone shows up, it's because they wanted to show up. Uh, someone might cancel and say, oh, I'm so sorry. I had to watch my sister's dog's uh, pet gerbil. Okay. They might say that and be like, I'm so sorry. I really wanted to be there. But the truth is, if someone really wants to be there, barring something they cannot you know, avoid, they will be there. Or if they really want to be there, even if they have to reschedule or cancel, you can bet that they're going to put a lot of energy very quickly into trying to salvage the opportunity. And this is the difference between dating as a, what I would call an average guy and dating as a guy who registers as above average in attraction. When you're dating as a guy who's above average in attraction, what you're going to experience is women really working hard to get to spend time with you versus when you're dating, you don't have those attraction cues. You haven't leveled up in your attraction as much. What you're going to have is you are constantly like fighting to try to get attention from just one woman. That's what it feels like. So that's the difference. And you know, when it comes to dating, it's just a three phase process. Um, Phase number one is work on yourself, increase your attraction. Phase number two, learn about women, learn about female mating behavior so you understand the game. Phase number three is um, take action on the stuff you know. Now, that this is what I do. I talk about masculinity, dating, you know, masculine attraction, relationships. In fact, I have a whole dating system and I've published some books on this. I've published books on how to increase your attraction, how to understand women. Um, I have a whole course about dating. I have a whole course about masculinity. In fact, you can get my entire system, the adult man dating and masculinity transformation system by clicking down in the description. Uh, there's a link to my course. You can go check that out. I also have a free ebook called the quick start guide to improving your dating life. Is that what it's called? The quick start guide to improving your dating life for men. Yeah. Sometimes I forget what it's called. It's been a little while since I've written it, 
But, uh, you know, those are solutions that I offer to help men understand this process better. And the, the course, the dating course is basically, it consists of everything that I did in my life to go from being that kind of guy who couldn't even get attention from one woman to then becoming the kind of guy that women would fight to get in front of, like not literally fight, but they would really work hard to try to get to spend time with me. They're like really try. Uh, and that's the big difference. And see, a lot of men don't know what that feels like because see women experience that all the time. That's what's, that's what sexual abundance is called. Uh, a lot of men don't know what that feels like because most men spend the majority of their lives in sexual scarcity where they're just trying to even get one woman to pay attention to them. So as a man, what you really want to do, you got to work on your attraction. You got to become that kind of guy that women are competing for. And the, there's only one way to do that. You, it's by working on yourself. You have to develop yourself in a number of ways. You got to become high status man. You got to increase your power in life, right? Your power, your power to affect change, your competency. You've got to become masculine, evolutionarily masculine man. And when I say masculinity, I don't just mean like grow a beard and wear, you know, masculine clothes. It's deeper than that. It's, and you know, I'm not going to go, that's not the purpose of this video, this episode today, but you can, you know, check out my course and I go on a deep dive in that. I've also got lots of podcast episodes about this, but you have to become masculine. You have to broadcast evolutionarily, evolutionary masculinity signals. You have to work on your body. Like that's one of the most important things. Like a lot of guys, it's not the most important thing. There are other things. Sometimes guys with a great body suffer in other ways that hurt their attraction. But if a guy has a great body, it's hard to beat, right? Um, trying to date, I've, I've dated as an overweight guy and I've dated as a really fit guy and there's no comparison. Uh, when you're super fit, it's like women come out of the woodwork to hit on you. Whereas when you're like overweight, for me, it always felt like I had to work really hard just to try to get attention. And so that was, you know, that's just one way, but there's also, you know, sometimes guys, sometimes I notice really young guys, they have really great body, but they still have that boyish look about them. They still just look and act like, like little boys kind of. And what that is, is that's a marker of a lack of experience in life. This is especially true of young men. So like 18, 19, 20 years old, men who have not been through the fires of life, you you develop a certain masculine formidability and danger when you've been through a lot of hard stuff, right? When you've been through the fires of life, when life has beat you up and you've learned some hard lessons, you kind of come out of that a different type of person. You come out of that as a more dangerous primate. And um, that formidability is a very masculine trait. And you only get that from embarking on adventures in life failing, getting back up, trying again, right? You actually have to go through danger to develop that. And that's one thing that a lot of younger guys struggle with. And the reason I say that is because I've seen a lot of young guys who have great bodies who struggle to hold a woman's respect because they don't have that masculine formidability. Uh, you know, whereas generally older guys, they're going to naturally develop that by going through stuff in life. Generally speaking, by the time a guy is 30, 35, definitely 40, he has been through some stuff and he has that edge to him. Generally speaking, if he's, if he's taken any risks at all, he's going to be more developed in that formidability competence area. And that's a very masculine thing. So there's a lot of things to think about, but, but here's the thing. 
when you are talking to women on dating apps, when you're talking to women that you know in your social circles, if you get a woman's number and you're texting her, this is the this is the golden rule. If you are meeting enough women and none of them are really trying to hang out with you, like they're not putting real effort into it and you kind of feel like you're constantly having to like chase, chase, chase just to get a text back, this is a sign your attraction metrics are not high enough. You've got to work on your attraction metrics. If you are not meeting very many women, that's the first thing you've got to meet more women because you might be more attractive than you give yourself credit for. But if you only talk to one or two women, that's not going to, that's not going to cut it. I used to set myself quotas for approaching women every day. And then I was also on dating apps. And in fact, when I coach men now, my official, my official, you know, program is be cultivating one like legitimate organic in-person engagement with a woman every day. So that means either you're cold approaching every day or you're going on a date with someone you matched with on a dating app, or you're going on a date with someone from like your social circles that you asked out on a date. One of those three things. So in other words, if you are talking to a couple of girls on dating apps, but you have no date lined up for today, you got to go cold approach a girl and get her number. If you set up a date and you actually make it to the date, okay, that's your that's your quota for the day. See, a lot of guys try with three or four girls and then they're like, well, I give up. You've got to put bigger numbers in that on the board unless you are you know, a guy with like an incredibly high attraction rating. If you're more of an average guy like me, I'm definitely average. I'm not above average. I, I'm actually technically statistically above average because I'm taller. Uh, and I have a couple other things that I've developed for myself that are going for me, but I'm no, I'm no rock star. You know, I'm no, I'm no high status, um, rock star playboy. I had to put numbers on the board to get dates. But when I was meeting my engagement quota, I had no trouble getting dates, filling up my calendar with dates. Okay. And most guys will find that this is the experience if their attraction levels are high enough, but when you get to the point where you're actually engaging with plenty of women, you want to watch for them actually investing in wanting to have a date with you. If you can't get a woman to put any energy into meeting you for a date or anything, you either have to get around some different women. You have to keep, you should always keep trying to get around new people and expand your social circles, but you might have to work on your attraction or you may have to work on your dating skills. Some guys are attractive, but they ruin it by doing the wrong things. And a lot of guys do this by accident. For example, a lot of guys who have good attraction metrics ruin their interactions with women by being too timid and then get friend zoned when they never had to get friend zoned. They had everything they needed to succeed, but they weren't um, generally that's a masculinity issue. They were not broadcasting high enough masculinity um, signals. That's generally the problem with that. Younger guys can run into this by being like quote unquote nice guys when they, they don't um, they're a little afraid to be forward. They're a little afraid to be straightforward. Uh, um, I would almost use the term aggressive, but that's not quite the right term. You don't want to be aggressive. You want to be upfront bold. That's the word you want to be bold but gentlemanly. And it, that's a difficult balance for younger guys who have less experience. And it's a difficult thing to balance for older guys who are either desperate or in scarcity, or they're a little angry at women. You know, they might ruin their attraction metrics by making a mistake based on a problem they don't even know they have. You'd be amazed how quick 
women can detect a guy if a guy is like either a nice guy or if he lacks masculine energy or if he's got an inherent like inner like dislike toward women a lot of guys have bitterness toward women women pick up on this can ruin your chances of a date because they'll they'll flag that as a red flag um, they won't even necessarily pinpoint it all the time. Women are really good at doing this instinctually. And women have high standards too, which nowadays they're higher than ever. And this is a result of selective mating because women have come farther than ever. Women can now be CEOs. They can do everything a guy can do. So since women have come so far, they can do so much stuff. You know, a hundred years ago, a woman couldn't even own property or whatever, couldn't even vote. Nowadays, a woman can be you know, the owner of a multi-million dollar company, billion dollar company, uh, she can be just as powerful as any man. So obviously women are going to have higher standards than they did a hundred years ago. A lot of men are bitter about this too, but this is what selective mating does. And this is what pushes the species forward. And this is not a bad thing as men. We want to evolve, to rise to the occasion, to become as attractive as possible, to become the best men possible. In fact, I was writing about this. I'm right. I'm working on a new book and I was literally writing about this this morning. It's such a, a crucial thing for men to understand. They need to be on their game as much as possible. And trends like this, like I'm, on, I'm just going to say this for real. Women will not do the only plans dating trend if you are a high like if you broadcast the proper attraction metrics they are going to be eager to want to spend time with you this is like you know and if you you know if you are kind of wishy-washy they're going to be hitting you up being like oh hey they're going to be trying to sell you on the date if they see you as being the most attractive option is on their radar and that's really the key are you the most attractive option she could get if you're not the guy who is, is going to get all that attention. Generally, there's just a couple guys at the top of the hierarchy who are commanding all that attention. But then that's where, if you're a little less picky, you know, maybe all the tens, all the women who are tens are going for the top guys, the richest guys, the hottest guys, whatever. But these women who are, you might even say more average in attraction, these, my dog is barking in the background. If, if you hear a lot of noise, that's what it is. Uh, but then, you know, these ladies might not be trying for those guys because those guys don't pay any attention to them, treat them badly, don't text them back, you know, because those women can't compete at those levels. So they'll go after a guy who's like, instead of being a 10, he's like an eight or a seven. And then if those guys understand their market value, they can engage with those girls and have a great dating life. And see, this is another thing. Uh, on the inter on the internet, a lot of people are obsessed with, oh, can you pull tens? Oh, can you date solid nines? Oh, I dated a solid nine. Look, we all like the idea of dating the hottest women, but the truth of the matter is that unless you are literally an 11, when you average out your attraction metrics, you're probably not going to pull tens successfully to the point where they're going to be eager to spend time with you, right? Um so it's kind of like, don't go trying to buy a car that's out of your price range. Don't go trying to buy a house that's out of your price range. Don't be trying to date out of your range. Date women who are eager to spend time with you, who want to get to know you, who are invested in actually wanting to show up and have fun with you. Like These are the two most basic things to watch for when you're dating, the two most basic criteria. She needs to be 
living in alpha mentality. So in other words, she has to have her life together. She has to be intentional. She has to be living with purpose and working on herself. So these are baseline things, just baseline self-development stuff. You want to make sure she's not a loser basically. And then number two, you want to make sure that she wants to hang out with you. That's one of the most important things. If she, if you meet a girl who's motivated and wants to hang out with you and she's attractive to you, like even if she's not like the top level, but she's attractive to you, she's a real woman, like real living, breathing woman who, you know, has her life together and, you know, a sense of humor and is cool and sexy. Like do not, um, don't overlook that. Take her on a date, man. Take her on a date. Uh, and don't mess around chasing these women who aren't going to pay attention to you. This is unwise. I am I am so against giving women free attention when they're not reciprocating it. I'm so against this. I don't want men to do this. I don't want men to pedestalize women and put them up on this you know, pedestal and be chasing them and giving them all this free attention, all this free validation, not getting anything in return. I want to see men, you know, trying their shot with a bunch of women and then seeing which ones actually give energy back and then investing in those women only, right? And then you keep trying your shot with new women until you um, get locked down by a woman who wants to be your girlfriend and you accept their terms. That's the goal, man. So this only plans dating trend will not affect you if you're dating with this kind of mentality. If you keep chasing women who aren't putting energy into you, guess what? This is going to fool you and you're going to waste a bunch of time and effort on this trend. But if you keep those two criteria in mind, she has to be living an alpha mentality and she has to be actually legitimately interested in you. And you actually only invest in those women who put energy back and reciprocate the energy and you prioritize that even over dating women who are like more attractive, like, you know, they say, oh, I'm going to settle for blah, blah. No, 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 no. It's called being smart. It's called making a wise investment because you know, it's a stupid investment going for the 10 and throwing all your energy into that, hoping that maybe she'll pay more attention to you when she's actually not interested in you just because she's a 10. I don't even care if she slept with you once or twice. It's still a waste of energy. Uh, I'm not saying it's a waste in terms of like you got the hookup and got that experience that might have been worth it, but to continue to chase her, if she's not investing in you, that's a waste of time. Whereas, you know, it is smarter with the girl who's maybe not the 10, but then you think, well, well, she's not a 10, you know, she's just average, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Average girls can be so amazing. And if they're actually investing in you, that is what's called a smart investment. People have to stop getting this all twisted. People have to get this nonsense out of their heads. This like, oh, only date tens. Oh, I want to date a nine. Oh, nines and tens, bro. Like this is this is such an unwise train of thought perpetuated by boys. Whereas like the real men out here who understand women understand that there is no greater virtue in a woman than her legitimately wanting you and investing time in you. That's super important. So that's what you have to be looking for. So anyway, there you go. There are my thoughts on the only plans uh, dating trend. Is it toxic? No, it's women being women. It's women being selective maters. If you're not interesting enough, they're not going to want to meet up with you. If you're interesting enough, if they're into you enough, if your value metrics are high enough, guess what? They're going to, they are going to 
pull out all the stops. They're going to dress to the nines. They're going to do everything they can to get in front of you and look as pretty as possible. And that's just how it goes. That's how the mating dance unfolds, gentlemen. That's why it's important to be working on yourself. And with that, I think I've beaten this topic to death. And I want to just encourage you a little bit. Put yourself out there. Keep working on yourself every day. Keep meeting new women. And the ones who show actual interest in you, take them on dates and have some great experiences. Don't get all hung up on this. Oh, only dating nines and tens. Don't get hung up on this nonsense. Uh, date women who are invested in you. That's the first thing. Alpha mentality is the first thing. And then that's the second thing to look for. So I cannot stress it enough. All right, that's going to be it. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Scafe signing off. 